Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! Thanks for joining us. We're still talking about overcoming the world's prime motivator, which is uh, fear. And today we want to address. Um, maybe I've the one. Maybe I've coined this 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 term. You've mm. noticed it over the years. That yeah, this I, kind of comes along with fear when people are feeling fear. You're noticing that. I, I, I call this resident attorneys. That we have these resident attorneys within us that um, that rise up and these these and when we're talking about these things we're talking about operating out of the fear or operating out of the lower nature out of the world's motivation and 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 it seems that when you operate out of your flesh you uh, these things that I call resident attorneys rise up and these are these this these this powerful thing that that it's always sent to defend you, to make you feel like you're right and everybody else is wrong. And, and boy, they're good because they've got files of information to prove that, that, that I'm right and you and everybody else is wrong. Uh, they're, those resident attorneys are very good at protecting me and defending building, me. Building your case. Building my case. They will justify anything I do. They will defend anything I think. to the death. Yeah, and so and then so we have that with our uh, opinions of of things in the world, and that's there again is how the 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 politicians and the and the and, and the news media so often they play into our resident attorneys because they're just giving us more more information, they're just giving us more backing, and uh, and so and and there again, what we want people to recognize is that th- there again, this is this is not the kingdom of God, which is humility and yielding and gentleness. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember where you came up with that term? No, I remember there? saying it many years ago, like back in the '90s when I was pastoring. I, I, maybe I'd heard somebody else say it. Okay. Um, I don't know, but I, I just I, I grabbed that term somewhere. Yeah, and it's like we have these. It's just like I just notice how everybody has this ability to defend themselves, no matter what position they take. I mean. Two people can be in conflict, and they're both so good at stating their case, and 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 they they're both coming from totally opposite perspectives, and they're both right. And you yeah. notice this in the world is whoever you are, you're right. right. Nobody goes around saying, "Yeah, I'm wrong, and I know it." Okay, but I remember, <laughs> I kind of remember when you you first told me about it. I I think I was going through something. And it's so interesting to me because when I'm in a more um, loving or peaceful frame of mind, that doesn't happen. But I noticed at other times I would be so defending, almost like it felt beyond my control. Mm -hmm. Like I was just so defensive. And I remember you explaining to me about these resident attorneys can be so deceptive they can be so powerful that you are forgetting who you really are and you want to stand and you know 
you know, fall on the sword for something that really isn't the biggest deal in the world. But in that moment, it seems like it is. There is the human flesh since the fall of man has had a fear of being wrong. <laughs> right? Yeah. You ever watch that sometimes when people are are, are, are going against each other, how people do not want to be wrong. Let's say I'm thinking of somebody's telling a story, just telling a story about something they, they were doing while having a good time. And they say, so then this car went by and it was yellow. And then the other person goes, no, it was red. And then, and no, it was yellow. I remember, well, I remember too, it was red. And then, then for the next Pretty 10 minutes, they're arguing nothing. about that. And it doesn't mean anything. I'm trying, I'm trying to listen to the story. I don't give a whatever if the car <laughs> is red or yellow, but they care because they don't want to admit they're wrong. <laughs> and that's, and, 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 and that's what we're talking about. And so there's this, this innate fear and it's just flesh. It, it's, it's a fear of, 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 of being wrong. Like you're a fear of losing, uh, you know, you'll lose respect. You're, you're, you're afraid of being taken advantage of or overpowered. You don't want to lose. Yeah. And, and there again, and there again, that's part of the flesh's natural fallen flesh's insecurity of always trying to put ourselves in the best position in the best light and and trying to keep ourselves at the top of the hierarchy of mm-hmm. of our circle of humanity somehow yeah yeah <laughs> and so we we have these it's amazing we have you know uh, another term that I, I recall using before is how we are so good i'm talking about human flesh at the art of self-defense because of these resident attorneys yeah. that I can defend myself. I can defend my position on anything. Mm-hmm. If I really want to, if it's important to me that I mm-hmm. win and I'm not going to give in, mm-hmm. then let's go. I, we can go around and around and around. And, and, and if you're feeling the same way, then we're about to have us a long court battle because <laughs> none of us are going to give you. Do you ever get around someone? I know I have where you're like, Okay, their resident attorneys are talking now, and there's not a oh yeah not a room for me to yeah. even say anything. So I'm just gonna let their resident attorneys win. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, I rest my case because you don't want to you don't want to engage in that. It just kind of inflames uh, and, it. And, right? and when you when you have a heart that doesn't care, we're not afraid of of losing. And usually yeah. the points are it's just. Doesn't it's, the Lord it turns out to be nothing. Say sometimes, just go ahead and lose. <laughs> yeah, I, go, I, I've also I've often said, and, and, I, and I really believe this is that that being right is the most overrated thing in life that there could be. People have this 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 uh, what's what's the word? This they they just this drive that I just have to be right, <laughs> you know. And and like we we say, everybody believes they're right about everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes around saying, I'm wrong and I know it. Everybody mm-hmm. believes that if they think it, it's right. Mm-hmm. And that's natural. That's a natural uh, human way. And if it's challenged, then we They're have, yeah. Yeah, then, then, then that's a threat that feels like a threat to us. And, uh, and uh, we have these strongholds or strong feelings about it or strong beliefs. So these, these resident attorneys, they pretend to protect you. Yeah. They pretend to defend you mm-hmm. and they they will justify anything that you do, anything that you think, anything that you feel. They'll justify all of it. But they're not working for your good. They really aren't. They, you think they are, but they aren't. No. They're, in fact, what they're doing 
is they're putting your feet in concrete so that you can never get better. Never change. Never grow. Never transform. Mm -hmm. And so it keeps you stuck in whatever place of ignorance we may be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, It it keeps us uh, stuck in that because it says, no, I'm right and I'm not going to change. You see that in the religious realm a a lot. There's people that you can offer. Let's say the love of God that we talk about and try to tell Mm -hmm. them that God is good. God loves you unconditionally. Now, the Bible says that he will not punish us according to our sins, nor reward us according to our iniquities. That's good news to tell someone you will never, ever be punished for your your sins. And rather than accept that good news, there are many people that would rather just be right about their belief in God's vengeance and punishment upon bad deeds, that uh, they would rather fight for that than Mm -hmm. accept the joy of a relationship with a God that they could trust and that they could be in love with sure. because yeah. he's good. Mm-hmm. But they'll fight against the, against the message of God's love and his goodness and his grace uh, so often because they're, again, they're afraid, for one thing. They're afraid that too much love and goodness allows too much badness. And so they're afraid of that. So there again comes the fear thing entering into it. But they would rather be right than have something better that you're Mm -hmm. offering. And I guess the question in that moment is, okay, so you're right. Is what you're experiencing in your rightness Mm -hmm. fulfilling to you? Is it, is it something that you find pleasure or like a lot of times in those moments where they're being very defensive, Mm -hmm. they're miserable. Right. Just, you know, experiencing, um, sort of, off by themselves mm-hmm. on this mountain of rightness. Of being right. That doesn't, it's not uh, but I'm right. fulfilling. It's mm-hmm. not, um, you're not filled with peace or love. You're just hard. That's and, why I say it's the most overrated thing there is. <laughs> I'm thinking when you're saying that, I'm, 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 I'm loving when I, I used to uh, see uh, Dr. Phil uh, on TV doing marriage counseling on, yeah. on TV and, and people would be stating their perception and, and they've got two different points of view and one of them is just stating their case and, and, and Dr. Phil would look at me and say, well, is it working? What you're doing, if you're justifying that, you want, you, you, you know, you want us to believe and understand that and you want that, to, that you want that to be the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Is that working? <laughs> And then that, that, that usually that, with that statement, it's shocking. It's like, well, no, then let's get a change. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but the, the resident attorneys, they're fighting to make sure you don't change. You don't yeah. change your, your perception. You don't change your view. You don't compromise where you're standing. Yeah. You don't change it at all. You don't give an inch. Why? Because you are right. And mm-hmm. everybody else is, uh, is wrong. And they have all these files, <laughs> all these memories start coming up of why you are right, right? Mm-hmm. And it keeps you from humility. It mm-hmm. keeps you from, and humility is where the heart can change. Humility mm-hmm. is where we get, op- where we can finally open up and, and, and give, really. And there again, these resident attorneys, they don't want to give. Oh, no. <laughs> they, they believe that everybody else should be doing the giving. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you that you have already given and given and given and given. Right. right? Um, I, I remember somebody saying, talking about when I talk about giving love to the world, and somebody said, but "We've already given them love. We already gave them that. Look at that. They, they, we as a uh, as a people, we we've let them legalize this and they legalize that and they legalize that. They haven't given us love back and and." Uh, 
And so what is it? That's those attorneys saying, we have given and given and given. Now it's time to start demanding. It's time mm-hmm. to start fighting. Well, as we've been talking about in this uh, series of talks recently about the world's prime motivator, um, that's just the way of humanity. It's the way of flesh, and it doesn't work. We have a kingdom that's supernatural. Mm-hmm. We have a kingdom that's far above, and it's so big, and it's so good, and it's so beautiful, and so loving, that we have we can continue to give and give and give love to this world mm-hmm. because we're receiving love. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that we that 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 everything that people want to do is good or the best. For the world, so we have opinions. Thank God, we can vote on things. We can voice opinions and all that. But when you're in fear, hurt, and anger, really, you can know it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, people. A lot of times, people will say, "Well, well, is it love if I do this, or is it fear if I do this or that, or the other?" When you're in that thing, really, if you just stop looking at it, you know, and, and you can admit it that you know you're operating in that, in that spirit. When you're in love, yeah. in God's love. You, you know it. You won't even have to ask because you'll already be in great peace. Mm. You'll be in such joy and you'll feel so big and so good and you'll be operating. You'll know that you're living in a supernatural thing uh, because of your closeness to God in, 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 in these things. And so we can operate in this world more like God does. That's what it's about. God is very peaceful. God is very patient. God is very giving. God is very loving. And... Mm. He knew. See, he, he prophesied in Isaiah. He said, he said, the people, he says, their eyes are blinded. They're, they're, they, they live in hypocrisy. With their lips they honor me, but their heart is far from me. And, and he says, but I'm going to do a marvelous work and a wonder. And then he describes what he's going to do. And he didn't say that he was going to do it by bringing punishment upon them and he was going to bring destruction and, 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 and all the things. What he said was, he says, I'm going to open their eyes. I'm going to open their ears, and the one who couldn't see is going to be able to see, and the one who couldn't hear is going to be able to hear, and that's that's his way of doing it. It's his, it's it, by his goodness, instead of destruction and vengeance mm-hmm. and punishment upon thee. He he could have said, "I will punish you, and that's going to cause you to do the right thing. Then your heart won't be far from me. Then you won't be living in hypocrisy." He could have said, "I'll do those things," but it doesn't work. It's so interesting that you say that because now I'm remembering how many times Jesus would say, you who have ears to hear, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he, he was calling on that, mm-hmm. that, that you, you have that open your ears, open yeah. your eyes, whoever, whoever wants it. It's, it, it can't be forced on you. You, you get to choose whether you want to see or hear. Right. And then he even said, and he and then he even said one time he says now blessed are your ears because they 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 hear and blessed are your eyes for they see because many righteous men and prophets wanted to see and hear the things that you do and 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 they and they didn't but 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 we do and so we we are the fulfillment of that prophecy what we're doing we're seeing the ways of god and we're hearing the heartbeat of god Mm-hmm. And, and 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 it's beautiful. Just just I'm smiling just talking about it right now because it's you start to see it so clear and you see how powerful it is. And not only do you see its its effectiveness and its power and ability to bless and to change this world for the better, but it it right off the bat changes you, your existence. 
It changes how you are. You're, you're in peace. You're in joy. You're enjoying. You're not in fear. You're not afraid of anything or anybody. You're not angry at anything or anybody. That's a heavenly life. Really? Why do we want to spend one day hating somebody? Mm-hmm. Why do we want to spend one day being in fear and stress about anything? Mm-hmm. Why? When the fruit of the Spirit is peace, mm-hmm. joy, mm-hmm. love. There is another kingdom. There is an option. And thank God, thank God we're, no, we're not left alone in this. Right. We have another option. We have the spirit. We have the new heart that he said he would give us, the Christ heart that's in us. And as he is, so are we. So we don't just have to take stands for Jesus. We get to be Jesus. Mm-hmm. We don't get to just tell people what we think he wants in this world. We get to act more like him. And we get to be the friend mm-hmm. of the sinners, not the enemy. So our advice to anyone who's identifying their resident attorneys are at work is to fire them, right? Fire them. <laughs> fire, fire the whole, the whole bunch of them and say, say um, you're off the job. I'm not listening to you anymore. <laughs> I'm not defending myself so, anymore. I don't need to defend myself. Yeah. I have an attorney. I have, I have a, an advocate and his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to, to, to be, you know, defending ourselves in that way. We don't, because when we defend ourselves, we're taking our case out of his hands. Right. And, and he is the best at, at protecting Advocating. us and vindicating us and mm-hmm. everything else. True. And really, if we just operate in love and joy and peace and that, from that Christ, we don't need a lot of vindication. We're just giving and loving anyway. Right. So I am remembering a time that I fired my resident attorneys. <laughs> and really it was um, a, a, a pivotal moment in my relationship with God. Because, you know, I had grown up in a religious home. I had, you know, been taught all these kind of religious things about God. And I, and I had thrown it all away. I was just like, it doesn't work for me. I went out in the world and engaged in like, you know, sensual, just living for myself. And, and I ended up at a really kind of low place and, and really saw that I'd kind of wrecked my own life. And I remember saying to God, I don't get your Bible. I don't get you. You seem so mean and, and, and like you hate women and you, you don't like, uh, us, you know, and, but I, I might be wrong about that because my best believing, my best way of figuring you out has led me to this place in my life where everything is a wreck and nothing is really, um, flourishing or blossoming. And so I just asked him, will you show me who you are in a way that I can understand. And if you can do that, maybe I can see it from your perspective Mm. instead of from this kind of fallen perspective that I've come up up with because it hasn't produced anything good. And do you know, God has been faithful to show himself in a way that is, has convinced my heart of who he is in his goodness, in mm. his love, in his grace. And it wasn't like, for me, an immediate like thing that happened. But I see over time when I look back how he's kind of met me and 
opened my eyes, helped me to see a little bit more. And there's, there's times even since then where I've stopped and kind of gotten self-protective about my ideas about God. And then something has happened and I'll just loosen my grasp and say, hmm, maybe I should consider this and maybe I can Mm -hmm. consider that. And I've loosened my grasp and I've grown. And and really, I've, Hmm. I've been really happy to see growth happen in me that I've been able to, um, you know, let go of some things and also embrace some things that I never knew was missing, you know? It's wonderful to, when we, we always feel wonderful when we see it in ourselves. We see ourselves getting bigger. And what you just described is really a part of what Jesus meant when he said, he that will lose his life will find it. But he who tries to save his life Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll we'll lose it, and so and that's so what the resident attorneys what the do. Resident they attorney try do. to save they your try life. to save your life, and Jesus said, "Give it up." Or in other words, He calls us to be humble, mm-hmm. consider another way, mm-hmm. consider that maybe you're not right about everything that you've thought, mm-hmm. maybe the things that you know just are not so. And really, I think um, something that you've really helped me with is not following my feelings as the ultimate truth because I'll have a lot of feelings especially as a woman I have a lot of nuanced feelings that aren't accurate Mm -hmm. but I'll I'll be led by them instead of being led by the Spirit of God yeah and that's part of humility too is we when we understand that just because we feel it doesn't necessarily mean it's absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, humility is, is a big thing. And, you know, and I, and I love Jesus. He says, he says, take my yoke on you and learn about me because I'm meek and I'm humble, mm-hmm. you know, and you'll find rest for your souls when you do that. Mm-hmm. Learn of me, my meekness, my humility, and you'll find rest for your souls. And, and it's really restful when we don't have to fight for us anymore. I love not having to fight for me. That when it's like, you know, Jesus said when they were calling him everything under the sun, he said, Well, there's one that bears witness of me. That that that's who I believe. And when we know the love of the Father, when we know his good perspective of us and what he knows and says about us and how he is toward us, um, it it has a way of filling our hearts to where we don't need to protect ourselves with those weak things anymore that just make things ugly most of the time too. And they, and, and they, they rob us of the joy of growing. They rob us of the joy of finding that sweetness of humility. And that, that so- he said, I will take your hard heart and I'll give you a soft heart. They rob us of that softness and uh, they rob us of, our, of the joy of loving other people and giving to other people. And um, there again, see, that's the big difference. There's another big difference in these two kingdoms. They are totally mm-hmm. polar Opposite. opposites. You know, when, when I, when I want to be in my defense mode or my resident attorney mode, I want to throw people away. I want to go off by myself. I want a small, small area that I can, you know, control. And when I'm operating in the love of God, there's so much room for for whosoever, and I'm not 
uh, in fear that they might hurt me. And they might, but it's like I have a... Bigness. A bigness, and also um, because he's with me, I can handle it when it comes. Right, and that's that's the point, is that with him, with him, we're different. With him, we're bigger. With him, we can handle these things. And the, the things that once seemed so important become very, very small. And the things that were once overlooked, like love, joy, peace, those become the main things, the big things. And those are the, those are the powerful things, really. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, what, we, um, what we promote when we talk about the third option, is that there's another option besides being right. Mm-hmm. Because the options are either this one's right or that one's right. That God says, it's not about either one of those things. I'm right. <laughs> and love is always, always right. Thanks for listening, guys. Love is always right. <laughs> Have a great day. And fire those resident attorneys. <laughs>Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.